Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning, 1046. It is the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC and Hammer joins us in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. And look at you guys getting your photos in the Washington Post like big time folks. Yeah. Um, So there's an article. I don't know. Did you guys talk about it yesterday at all? Uh, The Washington Post about the kind of the uh, safety of downtown Indianapolis. It kind of centered around... What are these peacekeeper people or whatever they're called? What's right. the name for them? The Aldi's version of the Ten Point Coalition. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And you know that was kind of the focal point of the um, of the article. But we were mentioned in it. The writer mm-hmm. came here. We didn't mention it on air deliberately, but she was here for a day. She sat in with us, and then several of our quotes and photos ended up in uh, the Washington Post. Yeah, big, and long people article. got their panties in a twist yeah, on social crazy. media about this. And I specifically mentioned that there's a bad, aggressive bum problem downtown. Yes. Right? Which is totally true. Right. And I mentioned you can't walk to a Pacers game or a Colts game without having to walk over or around homeless guys. And a lot of them are either either wanting to give you, wanting to receive some type of narcotics. Yeah. And I say this as somebody that works down here every day and goes to a lot of sporting events and lives in Indianapolis. And on top of that, my son works in the promotions department here and he was going to an event the other night driving the big you know WIBC yeah. station vehicle out into the alley and of course here comes some vagrant asking him if he has any smoke or where he can get it mm. <laughs> That was smoke. Well, what was the does, answer? Does that mean cigarette? That does not mean oh, cigarette. Oh, it does not mean cigarette. <laughs> but I just, I am amazed at, so we're in this article. It's not like, you know, we said anything hyper inflammatory that's quoted in there. We made a fairly obvious observation, which is that the the homeless issue, the drug issue, mm-hmm. violence issue, totally out of control downtown over the past eight years has deteriorated. Right. I mean, you see it based on foot traffic downtown. You see it based on commerce downtown. And you see it based on statistical numbers. Right. And there, Facts. Are, there are people that today are still are still mm-hmm. tweeting at us yeah. hate because we had the audacity to say downtown's kind of a scary place and I wouldn't recommend to people you go waltzing around after dark down here. Well, not only statistics, but you see it because of, well, vision. And while the reporter was actually here in the studio, we looked out the window and said, oh, look, there's somebody right there. Yeah. I mean, Guy Relford was walking up to do a hit with us for Monday Gun Day one day Mm -hmm. and was accosted by some drugged out lunatic on the circle. That's the gun guy. Now, he's a pretty big, Mm -hmm. strong, imposing dude. And if a guy like that is being 
hassled by some of these rejects than anybody can. And the people coming at me saying, well, you just hate the homeless. No, 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 no. There's a difference. The folks that are at the Wheeler Mission, the folks that are at the Salvation Army, or maybe even tucked up under a tent by a bridge. These are the people without homes that need some help. The people out here on Monument Circle trying to get drugs from my son, offering drugs to my son, masturbating by the window, and fornicating on the monument, all things which we have photographic proof of, by the way, those aren't the homeless people. They're vagrants and drug addicts, and nobody's doing anything about it. And we're not politicians. Like, I'm amazed that people, I mean, again, for basically two days now, these people are tweeting stuff at us, like one that bothers us, but two... As though we have some control over anything. We are people with observations the same way as any other human has an observation of what they see and what they observe. Mm-hmm. If you think it's great, if you are comfortable going around downtown after dark, you know, if you think you're super safe, then go do it. What difference does our observation make? It is the fact that we exist that bothers them so much. I'm old enough to remember having to drive the wrong way down an alley to avoid rioters during the summer of love just to get out of here in time (laughs) because angry mobs were coming down the street. And the thing that kills me, and you see this all the time, these people that go on social media when you talk about the crime or the homeless, whatever, I'm downtown having a beer. Mm -hmm. I'm not being hassled. You're not supposed to. That's, <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But the fact that a lot of people have had other experiences doesn't make that your picture, virtue signaling of you downtown, doesn't make you right. And and the fact that they, um, the fact that they, like, a lot of our people had been fired from this building doing it too. <laughs> like, you know, there's one guy that we've named the HR office after. Mm-hmm. That's the first one to like post those same type of pictures. Look at the homeless. Look, I'm having a beer downtown. Yeah, you also don't have a job down here anymore either. <laughs> I just I don't I don't not I do not understand why people get so enraged. Is it that we have a platform? Is that it? Is that why they uh, and, get and I don't hate Indy. People get it twisted. You just hate Indianapolis. No, I love Indy. Nobody puts on better conventions and has better tourism staff than the people of Indy. Mm-hmm. They're rock stars. And when we hosted the Super Bowl, it was amazing. Nobody's done it better. The things that Indy did during that Super Bowl, they're now doing in other cities. This is an amazing, vibrant city. That's why it ticks me off yeah. so much when incompetent leadership turns us into Detroit. Yeah. Hey, you got any Bobby Knight stories? Um, This afternoon, man, we're going to have a lot of Bobby Knight stories. Uh, Calbert Chaney is scheduled to join us at 3.35. Steve Alford is scheduled to join us a little bit after 5 o'clock. I'm going to jump on News Nation at 2.45 this afternoon, talking a little general. Mm -hmm. The thing that I always go back to, and I heard you guys talking about it earlier, Bob Knight wanted you to be passionate about yourself, the game, and your family. And that meant going to class. It meant looking after your teammates. It meant doing things the right way. Not everybody was on board with that. He made mistakes. He was far from a perfect dude. Mm -hmm. Let's not get it twisted. But when you ask the majority, I'd say that probably 90, 95% of the players that were under Bob Knight, they'll tell you, yeah, we bumped heads a few times. It wasn't perfect, but... 
he helped me every step of the way. Bob Knight would write letters of recommendation for a lot of these players to get jobs that did not have a career in professional basketball. And we'll get into more of that top of next hour. Now, you're going to do something tomorrow that I think is very smart. So, here's the deal. Yeah. Look, Fat, here's the deal. <laughs> so, as many of your listeners know, I had the colonoscopy done yep. this past week. And the prep for that means... You got to have that Jeff Daniels style blowout from yep. Dumb and Dumber, right? <laughs> yeah. So I am down a bunch of weight yeah. because of that. Yeah. So I am going to take a timeout tomorrow because I'm too far under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking about burning a timeout tomorrow because I'm too far under and I'm afraid because this week is not normal. This isn't like normal. Don't make it loss. too hard the following week. Right. Yeah. There's no way yeah. I'm going to be able smart. to beat that moving Strategy. forward. Strategy. Mm-hmm. Smart. No, it's strategy. Yeah, it's very smart. <laughs> and uh, I think you should totally, uh, absolutely, 100% absolutely uh, do this and I never would have thought of that but this is why you're the host of the number one have afternoon. you used a timeout yet <laughs> not yet okay now Thanksgiving's coming up I'm yeah. telling you right now that's going to be a problem but uh, <laughs> here, here's the thing though to tie this back to Bobby Knight I was watching the 87 championship game last night and the uh, reason that they won the national championship is Bob Knight strategically kept his timeouts and used them at the end of the game to ice Derek Coleman, who was a freshman at the time at the foul line. So you can't take them with you. You might right. as well use them. And if you think you're so far under that with Thanksgiving coming, you're going to be way over, mm-hmm. then you're screwing yourself for weeks. Or this is actually a really smart play on your mm-hmm. part. I want this to be done the right way. And right now, like I could weigh in tomorrow and we'd all be like, wow, hammer's down seven pounds from this week. That's not normal because that's all you know what came out the back end mm-hmm. you can't have a colonoscopy every week hammer <laughs> well <laughs> well matt bears tried to give me one but joking joking uh, so other than iu and bob knight which is obviously going to be a central kind of part of your show today what else are we working on for the number one afternoon show in the city of indianapolis well you are going to come oh, by yes, and go right. off the rails mm-hmm. this will be the final off the rails until the uh, election where we have Boss Hogg and Jefferson Shreve on the ballot. I want to get your thoughts on that. You made a great point earlier, both of you guys. Mike Braun's endorsement. Yeah, yeah kind of got buried, didn't it? Lost in the yeah. uh, the weeds yesterday. Buried. So we'll get into that a little bit. Got a lot of different things going on. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, yeah. we're going to get into a whole... Do you have any Bob Knights? Like, nothing? You never met Bob Knight or never had an autograph? You know everyone. I never met Bob Knight, no. I, I mean, did I'm not. Really I've sure. got friends who have played for him. I'm I mean, floored by that, that you don't have some sort of Bob Knight media story. Because for years, you were the guy who went in the locker room and stuck the microphone in people's faces. And When he was asked to leave Indiana, I had not yet became a professional broadcaster. Oh, boy, that was that long ago, huh? Yeah. Boy. I would have lost that bet. I, I mean, I was still doing like jocking the hits, yeah. but I wasn't like news talk radio guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, we've got so much more Bob Knight stuff and another exciting, wild, wacky hour of radio. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Show plays a meme. 